You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 31. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset, tools, and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go! Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are all enjoying the summer. I have a few questions for you today. Do you know what attracts you in a man? Are you often attracted to the wrong guys? And do you think you can change who you are attracted to? This is the second episode in a mini-series of three about love and attraction. And today we're going to talk about attraction and what makes us feel attracted to someone. And I'm going to share with you why early attraction isn't always your best guide to choose a partner for a successful long-term relationship. I'm also going to give you some concrete guidance on how you can stop being attracted to the guys who are not a good match for you. So I know a lot of you want to experience attraction early on, ideally from you see someone's profile or at least on the first date. And I wanted that too and it kept me in a cycle of only having first dates and never progressing because I was very rarely attracted to any of the guys I met on the first date. So maybe you are like me in that sense, and then when you finally meet one man you feel attracted to, you are much more prone to become over-invested early on. Or maybe you fall very fast for someone, which is also not a good idea, because you don't get to evaluate the man before you are attached. You could also have a history of feeling attracted to men that are not good for you, which is very normal to experience, and I think we all have been there. And this is what I'm going to give you some guidance on today. But first, I want to explain to you what attraction really is. Because the thing is, a big part of what makes us feel attracted to someone early on is actually happening on a subconscious level. We are not aware of this. And the features and traits that attract you are not necessarily something that makes him a good match for a long-term relationship. Depending on where you search and which sources you read, you will find different factors that can come into play when we talk about attraction. And I'm just going to mention the ones that most agree on here. First, there is proximity. And this is how close you are to him in your daily life and habits. Not necessarily on a physical or geographical level, but in the sense that, for instance, you both work in corporate or you're both entrepreneurs or you're both students. But it's also how much you are exposed to a man. There's a higher chance that you will start feeling attracted to someone when you see them regularly. And this is why you often see that people find their partners in their workplace or in university and so on, because they are in each other's daily life. I had several clients tell me the story about how they've experienced being not really attracted to a person in the beginning when they met him. And it wasn't necessarily someone they were dating. It could be just a person they knew, for instance, a colleague. He wasn't really that type at first glance, but then at some point they got to know him and they realized that He had a great sense of humor, like he was a really funny guy, or they saw that he was such a kind and loving man, and then they started feeling very attracted to him all of a sudden. And these are examples of when your attraction develops over time and thanks to proximity, 
because you get a chance to get to know someone when they are in your life. The second thing is similarity, and that is things like having a common background or a common educational level or intelligence, which naturally shows up in our choice of both partners and friends. And it's also things like having the same values or a basic understanding of things. For instance, you like the same music or you are in the same place politically. We think that it's opposites attract, but it's actually more similarity that attracts. The opposite is what you want to cultivate in your energy, so feminine and masculine energy. And that has nothing to do with your values or your educational level or political standpoint. Then there's familiarity. And this is where it could be someone that reminds you of a past partner or a family member. The person has traits or behaviors that resemble something you know from the past and that you associate with being well-known and safe, even if it was very uncomfortable, because our brain believes that well-known equals safe. This is why if you had a dad who was very absent or emotionally unavailable, your brain will believe this is familiar and safe and you will be easier attracted to men who are emotionally unavailable. Then there's looks. Yes, we cannot deny it, but it's not in the sense that you think. It's not that you need to look like a model. It's more like looking healthy and fertile. And there's different features with a man that signify strength and masculinity. But again, we are not attracted to someone that's insanely handsome unless we feel insanely pretty ourselves. We feel attracted to someone that's about the same level as we perceive ourselves to be. And then there's scarcity, and that is the phenomenon that if someone is less available, we perceive his attention as more valuable. It could be that he's not available emotionally, or he tells you that he is busy at work or other things, or maybe he's already in a relationship. We tend to think of what we can't have as being more valuable. And if you're vulnerable to falling for unavailable men, you want to pay attention to that. You want to become an expert in what sparks your attraction so you can learn to recognize it and not fall for it. And if you want to dive more into understanding your patterns with emotionally unavailable men, you can listen to episode 15. Then there is reciprocity. That is when he seems attracted to you. He is interested in you. He looks at you in a certain way. Have you ever noticed how attractive it is when a man shows his genuine interest for you? He asks you questions, he listens, and he asks you more questions. I personally think this is very attractive if it's done in the right way. Of course, you don't want someone who's cross-examining you or asking inappropriate questions. And then there's other people's opinions. We are influenced by what our friends think to a certain extent. And there are cultural norms about what we believe we are supposed to feel attracted to, what is portrayed in media as being really attractive features in a woman or in a man. And some sources also mention that women tend to feel attracted to different kind of men depending on where they are in the hormonal cycle. And if that is true, then it's even more argument to wait at least one full cycle before you allow yourself to react on that attraction. And then finally, there's responsiveness, and that is when he is open to develop the connection. He's showing you willingness to spend time with you and to get to know you, and that can feel very attractive. So just because what sparks your attraction might be on a subconscious level, it doesn't mean you have no power over it. Because once you become aware of what attracts you, 
it's no longer hidden to yourself and it's no longer subconscious. And when you see a pattern and you understand that it's not serving you, then you can decide to change that. The awareness in itself will help you feel less and less attracted. So after a while, you are no longer attracted to this kind of man. But in the meantime, you might still experience some attraction to an unavailable man. But you don't have to let that take your power away. Because the problem is actually not the feeling of attraction. It's whether you give it too much importance and whether you choose to act on it. You can allow yourself to notice and feel the attraction and still let your rational mind make the decisions. You can outsmart your attraction by not acting on it. So this could look like you thinking, I notice I feel attracted to this guy, even if he's not offering me the time and attention I want. I'm open to seeing that it's likely my past patterns and thinking that is causing me to feel like this. And that is okay. I can feel that without reacting on it. This would be exactly like if you feel like eating a cupcake, but you decide to take the chicken salad instead. You notice the desire is there, but you choose not to act on it. Like this, you can stop giving away your power to your attraction to men that are not good matches for you, and instead make the decisions from your rational mind. And as you become really good at recognizing the patterns, you will also feel less and less attracted. Because what happens is that an unconscious thought becomes conscious. And when you remind yourself that, for instance, scarcity and unavailability does not equal value, but a problem with emotional intimacy, then you change how you think about it and you stop associating it with something desirable. So I want to give you an example of a client that I had who changed what she was attracted to. This was a client who broke up from a man that was emotionally unavailable. And she had told herself that the connection she had with this man was so unique. And that's why she tolerated him being so absent for a long time. Until she finally decided that no more, this is not what I want. So she broke up with him. And then after a while, she met this really good man, like a really nice, kind and sweet and loving man who wanted to be there for her, spend time with her, go places with her and who kept showing his interest for her. He was very available to her, but she just didn't feel attracted to him. So we coached on the fact that when we are used to unavailable men, our brain freaks out when someone is the opposite. And we tell ourselves that there's something wrong with this guy. Why is he so available? What's that all about? And if we don't fully love ourselves, we can also tend to have a negative perception of men that show us interest. It's like our brain is thinking, well, I don't love myself, so if he thinks I'm interesting, there must be something wrong with him. And so she realized that this was happening for her. Her brain was looking for what was wrong because it felt unfamiliar to have that much attention from a man. And she decided to give the good guy a chance just to see what happened, like a real chance. So this was the time when we were about to end our coaching together, but a few months later I heard from her that she was now in a committed relationship with this man. They were on vacation, and later she told me that they were planning to move in together. And she was so happy that she gave him a chance and stopped acting from old patterns of scarcity. And this is totally doable for you too. 
And the key to stop repeating old patterns is awareness. So get curious about why you feel attracted to someone who isn't good for you. On that note, I want to encourage you to take control of who you allow yourself to feel attracted to, or at least whether you allow yourself to give in to that attraction. Because you can really change that and stop being attracted to the guys who are not a good match for you, either because they are not emotionally available or for other reasons. And if you want my help with figuring out who could be a good match for you and how to navigate the dating scene, including how to manage getting attracted to the wrong guys, then I want to invite you to book a free consultation call on the link in the show notes or on my website, lærkethelovecoach.com. I would love to talk to you and I would love to help you. And so now that you know how to stop feeling attracted to a man who isn't good for you, you might ask yourself if the opposite is possible. Can you build attraction to someone you know with your intellect would be good for you, but that you just don't feel attracted to? It would be nice, right? I think you've all met this person who does all the right things, but where you don't really feel the spark. And I have some good news for you. I want to share with you that you do have some influence and there are things you can do to make attraction possible, to facilitate that it can happen, although you cannot completely force it to happen. And this is what's going to be the topic for next week's episode. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful week out there. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you'll also help other women find it. 